all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason, you. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Good morning and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. So today we're talking about relationships. How do you keep peace and love in your home when your personal and professional lives are all of the sudden stuck under one roof? How's that going for you? Are you and your loved ones on your last nerves with each other? That loving hug that your husband gives you in the middle of an office conference or a phone call, not so welcome right now? Is your wife on the computer when you need it? Do you need to print something when she is? Do you feel that your wife clutters a counter with one more project and you may just lose your mind? Are those little habits that your significant other, like throat clearing or foot tapping, do they suddenly seem so irritating that you want to scream? What about when she leaves her closet door open more often than you do? (laughs) You're not alone. Things that can be so enduring at first can turn into irritation when you're always together trying to juggle work and home and give yourself some time for yourself. So how's, how is it going for you? Seriously. Um, have you talked to your significant other about it? Um, I'll, I'll have to tell you that some of those little examples that I just gave you are examples from my own household, because right now we are both trying to do some work from home. So every single couple is experiencing some stress from this coronavirus uh, pandemic. So the question is, how well can you as a couple or one with some significant other in your household, how well can you cope with it? You know, um, When we go to the office, to the salon, a clothing store, childcare center, a school, wherever we work, we know what our work hours are. Um, We know where our workspace is. We know who does what and when they do it, typically, right, with some flexibility. Um, So I, I think what happens now that we are in our own home, when you're in your own home, most likely none of that's clearly established, right? If your work is like mine, right now, emails, web conferences are coming in at all hours. If you're lucky enough to have a room that's converted into an office, 
Only one can really work on the phone or on a conference call at a time. Then there are the kids who watches them and when. Um, what do you do as far as the workspace? So if you're trying to take a call, what about the dog barking in the background? Who stops that? When, you, when, when your work and school is supposed to be going on at the same time, will your spouse monitor them? Lots of questions out there, right? Um, so today I'm very delighted to have a psychologist, Dr. Crystal Lim, Associate Professor of Psychology in the Department of Psychiatry and Human Behavior and Director of the UMMC Psychology Residency Program, calling in um, to, to give us some advice about how to deal with all this. So welcome, Dr. Lim. Thanks for being with us today. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. So, you know, I think as we are moving along, another concern that uh, uh, is much more serious than getting irritated with irritating habits or trying to share uh, the one printer or computer that you have at home or making the dog stop barking when you're trying to talk on the phone, another very serious piece of all this is the fact, and this is a true fact, that the incidence of domestic violence has increased as we are um, all really under stress, maybe dealing with um, work home stress, but also dealing with just finding what you need. Right, Dr. Lim? So, um there has been an uptick in, in domestic violence in homes, even just in the last few weeks that we've all had to deal with this. <clears throat> yeah, that is certainly true. And you know, I think part of why we think that's happening is just um, related to some of the things that you've already touched on, related to just increased stress. So when um, you know we're not sure what's going to happen with our job or um, we're, you know, not sure how things are going to look in a couple of weeks um, or, you know, the pandemic has impacted a wide variety of, of areas that kind of tap some of our resources to cope with with all of those things. Um, and so that often will put um, put people at risk for domestic violence and child abuse. Um, oftentimes when our resources are snapped, we don't have as much maybe to pull from um, to cope with all these different things that are changing. Right. And, and I know um, the American Academy of Pediatrics has been particularly concerned about, you mentioned um, child abuse, the uptick in child abuse. And, you know, I think people go, how in the world could that happen? How could a parent even think about abusing their child or hitting somebody that they love, whether it's mm -hmm. their spouse, significant other, or a child. Mm -hmm. And I think that all of us probably can, to some degree, understand that if we allow ourselves to think through it. Because if, you, if you're an individual who are already understressed, and then you are put into a situation that is even more increasingly stressful, like some of those issues that you just mentioned, mm 
And then you are um, worried about um, having to keep your job if you happen to have it because your boss is expecting you to be responsive to the conference calls and the emails and everything else that you're supposed to be doing. Um, think about all those added pylon stressors and, and they happen. And I just wonder, I'd love to hear from our listeners. Are you feeling that stress? Do you, do you find that, that right now you are um, feeling an edge if you are, you truly are not alone. This is this is something that is happening to all of us. And I was just talking to two of my work partners um, on the phone earlier this morning about the very fact that now with work, it seems like they're not any work hours. They're not they're they're not any seemingly established rules. Somebody might send me an email at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, um, having thought about something, or somebody might have um, send me an email at noon when I've just tried to um, have a bite to eat, and and I'm supposed to respond to a phone call that somebody needs me for that that's me and i'm i'm one of those who who is easy to have very flexible hours but some of those issues come up and um can can add stress to someone who's already stressed so Mm -hmm. i want to hear from you listeners give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING that's 877-672-7464, or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. So, so Dr. Lynn, before we go to our first break, um, I, I wanted to mention a couple of things that I know we need to do, and you might want to expand on them. I know some, some basic sort of things that we all need to probably do are some to establish some office rules if we're working from home and maybe get a little granular with it like Mm -hmm. what are our work hours um Mm -hmm. where do we go in the house when one of us needs to take a call where will our individual workstations be who keeps an Mm -hmm. eye on the kids and 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 when so do you think trying to establish those rules might be helpful for us I, I do think it would be very helpful. I think in, um, in, in the midst of experiencing what we're going through, um, communication is going to be really important with your spouse or partner um, for a lot of the reasons that you're, you're mentioning in terms of, you know, the logistics, like schedules, but even just in times of uncertainty and stress, like being able to talk about your feelings with your partner um, for, for you guys to be able to kind of cope with those um, those things together um, and get support from each other um, because of everything that's going on can be a great way to manage the stress. But then, you know, communicating clearly about, you know, I have a really important phone call I need to take. So you need to be, take care of the kids for this hour or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I need to go into this room. Um, how can we share the, the printer? Like, you know, sit down and kind of have a meeting um, in some ways, make it more formal so you can kind of go through what needs to be figured out. Um, 
so you're not, you know, thrown in and, and you know, don't know what each of you are doing or responsible for. Um, that can also help alleviate some of the stress in, in the in relationships during this time. Great advice. Um, you mentioned the printer and I've mentioned that. I will say right before the radio show started, my husband, I'm in the study, my husband started printing something and our printer is very loud. And I said, honey, really? <laughs> and he laughed and he interrupted it and he said, done, done, and and walked out. But yeah, it's one of those. And one thing that I find um, is so incredibly helpful is, is trying to find the humor in some of what's going on right now. It's hard sometimes, but if you can just laugh about things sometimes, it, it, it really does help, doesn't it? Yes, it certainly does. And I think you know, finding <laughs> fun things that you can do together during this time would be really important. Right. Okay. We're going to go to our first break. We're talking about stuck under the same roof, trying to make work and home and kids and all of that work and how to do it without getting on each other's last nerves. I want to hear from you. Give us a call about how you're making that work or whether you need help. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877 877- Six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking, and we'll be right back. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hey, welcome back and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and today I'm here with psychologist Dr. Crystal Lim. We're talking about being stuck under one roof, um, sheltering in place, trying to be safe with COVID, but at the same time, not destroying our relationship with that significant other, whether um, a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend, um, trying to still love each other and care for each other uh, without letting the continual togetherness get to us. So I want to hear from you. Give us a call. Tell us maybe about that silly argument and how you resolved it. Or talk to us about some of the difficulties that maybe you need to to talk about how you can problem solve through it. Um, it might be a schedule. It it might be the frustration that you're dealing with. I think what we want you to know today is it is normal. Um, we all are dealing with some of that stress. And I, I can tell you honestly that, that, that as a professional who knows all the right things to do, I'm still struggling a little bit. So 
I, I, I really want you to know this is normal stuff and we're here to help um, to talk through this. So let's go on to our, our phone lines. We have our first caller, Lois um, from Whitman. Lois, thanks so much for calling in. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, I have raised yes. 12 kids and I'm going to tell you something. In these kind of times, just love appreciate and if your husband gets on your nerves just stop baby i love you you know if your dog is barking put him in a room shut the door family <laughs> is precious you know family is precious because i have a dog i know i mean family thank god they haven't died from coronavirus my god there's so much to be thankful for I mean, it's real. You know, it's real. If family is real, your children are real. Enjoy while you got time to be at home from work. Yeah, you're you're bringing up kind of enjoying what you do have and and really kind of finding things that you're thankful for. and, and I think that is that is also very important that there are some silver linings we might be able to find to what all of us are going through and kind of stop stopping to remember those during the day can be really helpful and important to help us kind of get through what we're experiencing. Yeah, I certainly agree with you there. Well, Lois um, brought up some of those wonderful things that we need. That helps us sort of recenter on the importance. Um, by the way, Lois is in Quitman. I wondered where Whitman was. That's what happens when you're you're reading a text. Sorry, guys. Um, we are sheltering in place. I'm doing this from home, so uh, we're relying on on text, but. Uh, Lois is right. And you know, something that, that I, I have to address too for all our listening audience is not only are we dealing with coronavirus, but our state, our dear state, and, and our surrounding states all just experienced the terrible tornadoes that came through. So, you know, as resilient as, as our, our southern citizens all are, I know everybody's feeling sort of a pile on right now. And so um, understand the, the stress, but yeah, try to make yourself center back and focus on, on what you're, you're um, thankful for. So um, Lois is still on the line. Yes. Hi, Lois, I want to ask you, did I hear that correctly? How many children do you have? Twelve. Twelve. Are they all at home with you? Yes. So I have to make a comment. I've laughed about big families because, you know, they say not to have gatherings of ten or more. But for some of our larger families, um, there's no way you can you can obey that, can you? That's quite a gathering. Um, and you know, hope- you make tea, three gallons, and three gallons of Kool-Aid. But you know what? Be thankful and look at look at those children and say, "Oh my Lord, what if they died?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's right. So much, and I know how it is. And if and if there's uh, abuse going on in the home. Do you think they'd have abuse without this going on? Yes. 
you hear of it all the time. This man hit that woman. That woman, you know, I mean, come on, really? Right. And, you know, for situations like that, if there's somebody out there who's dealing with that, we really would like to hear from you and and talk through that because you're absolutely right, Lois. Um, families that, that um, are already experiencing experiencing domestic violence um, are are likely to have an increase. Um, so and and families that have never experienced domestic violence are hopefully not likely. And Dr. Lim, you might want to comment on this, not as likely to experience it even um, during stressful times. But there, there is the potential for even people who have never experienced it before to perhaps succumb when stress gets much worse. Dr. Lim, do you have some comments on that? Yeah, no, I, I certainly agree. And I think that's kind of what our, our, our research data would suggest um, that, you know, people might be more at risk for um, experiencing violence if they've already experienced it in their family or in their relationship um, during stressful times. Um, and See, and you I know, can talk about this and the reason that I can. One of my sons thought he could do that to his wife, not in my house, you can't. And he did it no matter what, and I'm not putting up with it. And if you put up with that, you're an idiot. <laughs> I hear you, Lois. And it's uh, thank you for standing up and and not allowing it anywhere in your presence and letting your son know that it is never acceptable. And the same thing goes. It's never acceptable for a wife to engage in violence toward their um, spouse. And so, but, you know, why do people get stuck in that? Um, sometimes uh, there's so many different reasons. Um, sometimes it's modeling from others. Sometimes it's the fact that there's a spouse who is really doing things that are irritating and the individual doesn't know the appropriate way to discuss it or, or have a conversation about it. Um, sometimes it's because there's an individual who has true anger management issues and needs help with it. Sometimes it's a mood disorder. There's so many reasons, but, um, and, and women who put up with it and men who put up with the violence are often individuals who had issues that were ongoing with themselves. And Dr. Lamb, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that right now. I guess this probably is a good time to do that. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the other risk factor is also substance use. So um, alcohol oh, absolutely. And yeah. can also um, kind of increase the likelihood of, of violence in relationships. Um, the, um, uh, you know, the other thing I think about, too, is especially during times when the, um, you know, we might be struggling financially or the economy is, is not doing as well, such as kind of what we're experiencing now. Sometimes it's hard for people to get out of abusive relationships because of the, you know, I don't have anywhere else to go or, you know, I rely on them for, for money and other types of support. Um, 
So it, it can also be um, because we might be depending on another person um, for our kind of shelter and our day-to-day um, things that, that we need to, to live. Um, so that's kind of what I also think about in terms of um, the economic issues that are also kind of going on right now and putting people at risk for kind of staying in relationships um, where violence might be a part of that. Um, we uh, also, what the kind of what we see from a research standpoint and, and a practice standpoint is that often when people are the victims of domestic violence, they've been in relationships in the past where that's also been um, been an issue that they've, like Dr. Boutrous mentioned, the um, modeling. So you might see uh, your parents um, have a relationship that's violent as well. Um, so those would all be risk factors, but also having um, things like depression or anxiety and feeling like I have to rely on the other person with um, coping um, with those feelings and, and self-esteem, for example. Right. All, all great examples. Well, Lois, thank you so much for calling in. You've given us several things to talk about and think about, and, and we'd love to hear from other listeners. We have open lines. Uh, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. We're talking about sheltering in place. We're talking about the physical distancing that we've had to do with everyone other than our closest family. So um, now you're stuck under the same roof with individuals that you love, but maybe not like it so much right now. So when we get back, we'll be talking more about things that you can do. So when we come back, we'll we'll talk about some solutions, but we want to hear from you about what you're dealing with. Give us that call, 1-877-672-7464. This is Relatively Speaking. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking and I'm Dr. Susan Buttress here with Dr. Crystal Lim, um, psychologist at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. And we're talking about sheltering a place um, that's stuck under the same roof 24-7 with those loved ones that now maybe your relationships may be getting a little bit shaky. How to deal with it. What we can do to stay in love and stay in like with those individuals now that you're um, in the house with. I think one thing I want to emphasize before we 
um, get back to uh, the phones is Dr. Lim's comment on substance abuse and how um, sometimes that can increase the risk of letting anger flare and tempers um, get out of control and have individuals do things they wouldn't typically do. Um, unfortunately, during these stressful times, many people do turn to alcohol or other drugs to try to numb the difficulties that they're dealing with. But this is not a good time to increase your alcohol intake or your drug use. It's a, it's a time that you need to do healthy things for yourself to keep you on track. So just, just a reminder, make sure that if you do drink alcohol, you do it in moderation. If you um, are one of those individuals who turns to food for comfort, that you do it in moderation, that you do exercise on a regular basis. Make sure that you're taking good care of yourself. All right. Um, let's go on back to the phones. We have Stephen from Boonville who's on the line. Thanks for calling in, Stephen. Yeah, thank you for having me. I just wanted to bring out a couple factors that I, I believe contribute to a lot of the stress and domestic violence. It's what um, pretty much the entire globe is going through right now. The first one is that this caught everyone off guard, except for those who really had their hand directly in it. Most of mankind was caught off guard by what we're going through. We weren't expecting this. We weren't planning how we would respond to it. And it's, it has taken us all by surprise. So the reactions to it are going to be much a variety, depending on how many other experiences people have gone through. And uh, their their age, their maturity, and and all mm -hmm. sorts of factors can to that. The other the other uh, factor I believe uh, contributes to it is um, is the fact that younger people are going to be re responding to it much different than than older senior citizens who've gone through a lot of other stressful times in their lives. And I believe it will be very beneficial if the younger couples are and younger families, older generations who have gone through stressful times like this and, and take, glean some gold advice from them because they have been through it. They have seen that there is another uh, light at the end of the tunnel, that this is just season we're going through. Wow, uh, Stephen, some great advice, and you're you're absolutely right. I want to go back to your the caught off guard. You are absolutely right about being caught off guard because um, here we were rocking in a, a great time from a financial well being standpoint, unemployment well being standpoint, um, overall. So many good things um, are going, were going on out there. And then wham. Um, so I do think you're right. Everybody's kind of having a, a grief reaction to this. And, and as you step through that grief reaction of what just happened to my life, um, anger is a big piece of it. So, yeah. Um, you know, you you say this isn't really happening, 
and 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 then you so you deny it and then you get you get angry about it and sad about it and um so we're trying to work through that i think don't you dr lim think this is kind of a a typical grief reaction that a lot of people are experiencing right now yeah it does especially um thinking about kind of grieving for the the life that you were maybe used to or um, you know, certain activities that you're now no longer able to do that you might have been looking forward to, or that is just a typical part of your day, you know, day to day, our lives have changed in a lot of different ways that that is very unexpected um, and did catch a lot of people off guard. So it's more we're reacting to some of that, um, some of those feelings um, and kind of grieving for, for what we've kind of lost um, from our, you know, freedom to, uh, see friends or, um, you know, go to the grocery store whenever we want to and not have to worry about how many people might be there, for example, or that like things like toilet paper are going to be there um, when, when we want them or need them. Um, so, you know, it's taking those little, those little things we might have taken for granted now um, seem very different. Um, and, and so I think that is definitely kind of the grief process. And, and I think part of that is also, you know, um, every day you might have, you might feel something different and that's okay. That's also kind of a normal response to what we're all going through. Um, it's more, you know, how do you cope or handle those, those feelings in your relationship and, 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 uh, to take care of yourself, um, as was mentioned earlier is also very important. You know, we can't have healthy relationships unless we're really taking care of ourselves too. So that at this time really needs to be our, our priorities for, um, definitely. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I think that um, Stephen made another really good point. Um, Stephen, the, the older people who have been through things probably have some some great advice for younger people. And and I would highly um, ask and that highly recommend rather that that these older individuals reach out to younger people and I would love to hear from some of our older listeners um, to call in and talk about that this is not the only stressor that that baby boomers have been through that's for sure Um, and, and so to make sure that you call in give us some advice today that you have but also um if you have uh children of your own or friends who are younger, reach out to them, call out to them. And and I think that we all need to remember as we're stepping through this, that social distancing is, I think, not a good term. It is physical distancing, six feet away from people, stay away from people so that you don't catch the coronavirus, Corona-19. But um, don't socially distance. We can socialize like this. We can socialize through FaceTime or Instagram or WebExing or Zoom or whatever. Um, you can stay connected, and I want you, I want everybody to try to do that. So thank you, Stephen. Um, we have another caller. Let's go on to Becky from Flowood. Hi, Becky. Thanks for calling in. Well, you're welcome. I was just uh, going to make a comment about how uh, most people are just not used to being together 24-7. And um, 
it's hard when uh, the man is not doing what he's supposed to do as far as washing his hands and wearing his mask. And so other people might <laughs> might suffer for it. But um, people that never had any arguments, we, we've been together oh, over a long time. And um, we're fi- I'm finding that he's getting just really touchy and cranky. And it's, it's a hard thing to go through. But I think that I just have to be real quiet and still and uh, go in my room and just be, you know, try to, try to contain um, any angry feelings um, when angry feelings, uh, angry words are, are spoken to me. And it's not personal. It's that everybody's stressed. And uh, we're not used to being cooped up. And um, I was just trying to, trying to say that, yes, it's not, it's not uncommon um, that men get testy or even women get testy, but um, you know, to try to try to remove yourself from the situation and don't let it escalate. <laughs> oh gosh, Becky, that is you know, it's it's good to hear from a couple who's who's never argues and has a great relationship, and that you're saying, yeah, it's gotten a little testy and a little cranky in this household, and and I dare say that's what everybody's saying. But you know what? You brought up one of those tips that I wanted us to talk about as we move through. And what you are doing is a great thing to do. Give yourself a time out. It's kind of like the way we talk. Um, we deal with kids, you know, when 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 they're losing it and and um, and we put them in time out. Well, sometimes parents, I tell parents, put yourself in a, a time out separate yourself so that you can take a deep breath and calm down before you deal with the situation. So it may be go, go to your room. Um, it may be go outside for a short walk, take a deep breath, look around at all the beauty in this right. lovely right. state. And so that can be helpful. Definitely. But I just wanted to say for those of you out there that aren't, used to having um, a cranky, per, cranky people, <laughs> um, or even bad mouth people, which I never heard before. It's like, oh my gosh. You know, it's like, well, you have to understand that it's a different situation that um, people aren't bringing in the money like maybe they used to or um, different, different and little things. It's like, who left this out and who didn't clean off the counter? You know, and that's the stuff. Right. It's picky. Like, are you wearing your gloves? Did you put them at the door? You know, those sort of things where one person is more stringent about their rules and the other one just really doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, Becky, I'll tell you something. My husband and I got into uh, laughing uh, disagreement about is who left their closet door open more often now how do you like that one is that that petty enough (laughs) that's just one of those things that you know when you're spending so much time together um it it can get nerve-wracking um just moved back down to the coast and so uh, i sent him a text yesterday i said um, is it true that you can kill someone with eye drops? Dot dot dot. <laughs> 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 
Oh, goodness. Dr. Lim, I know you probably have some comments on this one. Yeah, well, I think um, Becky's bringing up some some uh, great points, and I think partly, you know, um, just because we handle things one way doesn't mean our spouse or partner is going to handle them the same way. And and so you're bringing up a lot of how maybe people cope or need space, um, need their own space when they're having, uh, you know, testy feelings or are feeling grumpy. And so I think that's really important um, to kind of know that about your spouse and what they prefer. Like, do you prefer space? Do you want to talk it out and try to, you know, um, try to follow kind of what they prefer the most so they do are able to calm down and not say things they might regret or that the situation won't escalate. Um, the other thing I also wanted to a strategy is during this time when we're together and kind of things we might get nitpicky about people, what we know about um, healthy relationships and communication is that for every kind of negative thing that we say to our spouse or partner or even our children, we need to have more positive feedback, give them more uh, positive statements or things that you like that they do um, to a ratio of one negative to five positive. So you can think about, you know, what might be the most important thing that I need to get off my chest now that's just driving me nuts um, and say that to your partner, share that with them, but then also find, you know, five positive things that you can say to them as well to help kind of that balance of positive versus negative communication. That's kind of the ratio we find to be um, really key for um, relationships lasting longer, longer periods of time. Oh, great advice. And I, I, I think it's, it's like give, give people an opportunity to hear something positive. I think whenever you want to talk about anything um, negative, it's always nice to start the beginning of it with a compliment, something positive that you can say. The other thing is to remember, do not talk about something you're upset about when you are feeling a lot of anger. Take a break, step away, calm down, and then talk about it when you feel calm and able to to do do it in a more positive manner like Dr. Lim was just talking. Okay, we're going to go to our final break. We still have time for callers uh, to join in on this conversation. What have you done or not done to try to maintain that loving relationship when you're stuck under the same roof during this sheltering in place. Give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. We'll be right back. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. 
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress here with Dr. Crystal Lim. And today we're talking about sheltering in place, stuck under the same roof, trying to have a loving relationship with that person that you love, but sometimes are not liking right now. So what can you do? Uh, let's jump back to the phones and then at the last few minutes I want to talk about some tips for couples on what we can do. So Ron in South Panola, thanks for calling. Tell us what your thoughts are. Well, I'm I'm retired and my wife is thank goodness able to do her work on the computer at home connected to the office. But um she keeps leaving drawers open in the house and she leaves the light on. <laughs> Uh, it's not shutting the door to the closet. She leaves the light on in the closet. Uh, I'll put an LED bulb in it so it wouldn't cost me so much money. But <laughs> I'm joking. But anyway, um, we're doing fairly well getting along. Um, I did hear her tell a friend on the phone yesterday. Um, it must have been asked, um, was she considering divorcing me? Um, she said, no, I wouldn't divorce him. I might murder him. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway you know if if i don't have to call terry mason at the end of this uh we'll make it through <laughs> listen great show thanks oh ron thank you so much for okay. calling in Bye-bye. it sounds like you guys have a great relationship and um yeah isn't it funny how those tiny little things seem to bubble up to the surface and and at first unless you look at the levity in it it can seem ridiculously irritating um so okay let's try to laugh about those things so in the last few minutes let us talk um a little bit about some sort of rules that that I have compiled from my own advice and from others that I think make a lot of good sense. Okay, so cut each other slack, give each other some grace, try to lower expectations, know that even though you thought that person was so together, um, if they're not seeming so together at this moment, um, you can likely understand why if you step back and, and remember what's going on. If you've done something that you know um, has irritated that significant other, offer an apology. Say, I know I've made a big mess and I haven't cleaned it up. I'm so sorry. I'm just having trouble pulling it together. It's okay to say that. Um, Make sure you set up a routine for each day. Um, Be flexible, though. A routine is is a a great um, thing to help set up some normalcy. Um, Divide up work. Divide and conquer. Nobody should have to do all the child care duties or all the animal duties. Divide it up so that life doesn't get too too difficult and mundane for for another. And try to keep the hour before bedtime as a calming hour. 
um, give yourself some time alone. If you've ever wanted to do something creative, start it now. This is a great time to start trying to draw or sew or garden. Um, do something different that you can do in your own space. And then think about um, doing doing something for each other. So maybe set up a date night. Some Have some alone time. If you have kids in the house, tell the kids, mom and dad are going to do this movie in their bedroom together. And you guys are going to have to... Um, occupy yourselves um it's okay if they're of course if they're um old enough to occupy themselves and if they're they're too young put them to bed then have your date night you can do it um dr lim do you have any additional um comments we've got about a minute to go right now <laughs> no i think those those all sound like great uh, pieces of advice i think just remembering that together, you know, um, that it can really help you all and your family manage um, the stress that everybody's under and finding things that you guys can do together that also kind of are positive um, and that, that you'll both enjoy, I think will be, could be really important. You know, I think of like a hobby that we might be able to do together or, you know, um, a TV show or movie that you've been wanting to see together. So finding a way to balance um, uh, having fun with each other um, in the midst of, of the stress that, that we're all under can be a, just a good way to keep the relationship healthy and, and um, a combination of positive communication um, when, when we might be really irritated can be really important. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, jigsaw puzzles, board games, those kinds of things are great too. So today's show is engineered by our wonderful producer, Michelle McAdoo. Our call screener is the great uh, Liz Gill, and I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. I hope you'll join us next Tuesday for Relatively Speaking. Stay tuned for Here Now, coming up next on MPB Think Radio, and listen to the podcast of this radio show if you miss part of it. Thanks again. See you next week.